love is pain's nemesis. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn Fanti, family.com's transformational man cave where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and aspire to domestic excellence. We are continuing on our Thug Devotionals tour and we're on the topic today of pain and love. This can be your focus for days 11 to 12 of this Thug Devotional process in this transition from the Thug life to the mentality to the messianic life mentality thank you for being present and we hope that this is being transformational in your life and your family in this individualistic fast-paced world emotional pain is so tangible today our benchmark jesus christ of nazareth felt such colossal agony in the garden of gethsemane See Matthew 26, verse 36 to 42. See also Luke 22, 39 to 44 in the Holy Bible. He felt so much pain in the Garden of Gethsemane that he started to sweat blood, the scriptures report. Let's recall that the pain he felt, even though in a seemingly slow pace, time and world, was the summation of the pain for all time periods past, present and future heaped on one mortal. Christ loves us so much that he endured pain of the highest degree even prior to his assassination on the cross. In 1 Corinthians 13 in the Holy Bible, we are instructed by the Apostle Paul that love endures all things. Here is the rub. Today, pain makes us so callous towards each other. We tense up and flex to protect ourselves. A scripture says, in these days, because of iniquity abounding, the love of many will wax cold. Unrepentant man feels that painful situations and people can actually subtract from him or her, while repentant man sees pain as a cry for help and a signal to pour love on situations and people. Christ's example was one of embracing pain for all time to show his love. Many times the pain we feel is well deserved. But in Christ's case, who is our benchmark for behavior, in that one moment on the cross, he innocently absorbed and immersed himself into the pain of the entire human family from Adam the first man to the last baby that will ever be born. When we understand that we are called to deny ourselves, which means to disregard ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow Christ, see Luke 9 verse 23 in the Holy Bible, there should and can be no limit to the pain and suffering we will endure unfairly for our neighbor for righteousness' sake. The cross is the symbol of our willingness to endure infinitely because of our love for our neighbors, even when we strongly believe we are right to abstain from that suffering. In the kingdom of heaven, love is pain's nemesis. The former son of thunder, John, some people say John the Divine, records the mastodon Christ's revelations on love in John 15 verse 13 and rephrases it in 1 John 3 verse 16 in the Holy Bible 
and he encourages us that the greatest love is expressed in total self-sacrifice for righteousness sake. I have faced this and developed an inseparable bond with people who were prepared to take a bullet and place themselves in financial difficulty for me. They fa- the pain they faced was trampled by their love for me and I'm thankful for the equipment now to return the favor in Christ. Affirmation for today, love overpowers pain. Love overpowers pain. We're going to conclude on this segment after the break. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our Messianic Mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. from turn to burn family.com's transformational man cave and we're continuing on our third devotionals tour we're on reasoning six and this reasoning addresses love and pain we ended in the previous segment on the affirmation that love overpowers pain and as usual we're going to anchor this in a biblical reference which is taken from saint luke chapter 24 verses 39 to 44 in the king james version it reads And he came out and went, as he was wont, to the Mount of Olives. His disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were, great drops of blood falling to the ground. The easy to read version says the same scripture in Luke 22, excuse me, Luke 24, 39 to 44. It says, Jesus left the city and went to the Mount of Olives. His followers went with him. He went there often. He said to his followers, Pray for strength against temptation. Then Jesus went about fifty steps away from them. He knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please don't make me drink from this cup. But do what you want, not what I want. Then an angel from heaven came to help him. Jesus was full of pain. He struggled hard in prayer. Sweat dripped from his face like drops of blood falling to the ground. And we're just wrapping up today on this reasoning number six to encourage you to know that in the hardest of painful situations that this world inflicts on all of us, 
we are capable as messianic believers to overcome that pain because of the love of God. When we understand that the person in us, if we are messianic believers, if indeed we are persons that are filled with the spirit of God, that same spirit that empowered Christ to overcome this temptation in Gethsemane, the temptation to not want to embrace this cup. This cup was spoken of in the Old Testament, a cup of the wrath of God. The cup that symbolizes the sin of all mankind, the pain and the agony that all mankind had inflicted upon God. A gentleman called Leonard Ravenhill speaks about the story of him in his tenure, I believe it was in England, and he speaks about going to visit an old lady. And she was not the most hygienic lady, and she offered him a glass, a cup of tea, and the tea was from a, a cup that was so unhygienic. And he said, in that moment of time, he received a revelation of that same cup that Christ was speaking about. And what the gospel tells us is that God, in his son Christ Jesus of Nazareth, his only begotten son, he took the wrath he took his own wrath God in in the flesh form as Yeshua HaMashiach or Jesus Christ of Nazareth took that wrath and that wrath represents the total pain that all mankind inflicted on God or inflicts on God the pain from the first man Adam to the last baby that, that was to be born we said that already and because of his love for us because of God's love for us Christ is able to, to take that cup. That cup was none of his business to take. That was what we should be taking for ourselves. But because he loved us, that love overpowered the pain of the sin that we inflict on him in our lives. And it allowed Christ to go to the cross for us, not because of anything more than the love of God. And this verse tells us this was something Christ struggled with. He struggled with taking this cup because he knew what this cup meant. He knew that this cup symbolizes the entire pain of mankind and that he was going to take this pain on himself. We are in no way taking on the pain of mankind. We're taking on, in many instances, pain that we rightfully deserve. We're taking on and absorbing and being exposed to pain that we have caused other people and it has come back to, to afflict our lives. We are taking on pain for individual circumstances, not for the collective circumstance of the human race. And we feel that this is overwhelming for us. The scriptures teach, though no man is faced with a temptation that is beyond his capacity to bear. I believe that is in 1 Corinthians. So what we want to do is to ensure that we know that we are empowered by the Spirit of God. We are empowered by the presence of God to address pain in our lives. And He gives us that equipment to do so. We encourage you to remember that love overpowers pain today. And we see here, even in the scripture, that the angels ministered to God, to, to Jesus Christ. They strengthened Him and He was able to overcome uh, the temptation in Gethsemane to not want to have to go through with drinking of this cup, with taking on the wrath of 
the pain that entire mankind caused on his father God. We encourage you to share your reactions to this this thesis that love overpowers pain and we understand that you have your own views. Keep us in that discussion by visiting us at our Facebook thingy. I keep forgetting what that means. Family Strong, that's our Facebook handle. And to if you're on this platform at at um, <clears throat> Anchor, you can send us a voice note, a call in. If you're not, you can email us at connect at familyfamily.com if you want to go to our website and explore and give us some views about what you think, you could give us your views at famtfamily.com. Share this with your friends and family. Share this with people that are in this kind of life of, of lack of vulnerability, of really hostility towards anything that is new, anything that is uncommon. What is called the thug life. Tupac has a particular, a particular reference to what it means. And it's very vulgar. It can be vulgar, so we won't say it here. Encouraging you today to have a great day crushing effeminacy. Why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. He turns ex-saints to saints, for those who his blood paints. The greatest commission to open hell's prison and transform its ex-cons. The thug's reconciliation to God's only forgotten son, for those who repent and receive salvation to turn from ain'ts to saints, from those who his blood paints. To snatch reprobates from eternal gloomy fates, he took the pain for our mistakes on him. Our futures are no more grim. If we will turn from sin and believe, he turns ex-aints to saints for those who his blood paints. The greatest commission to open hell's prison and transform its ex-cons. The thug's reconciliation to God's only forgotten son for those who believe and repent. <laughs>